You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Tom. And is it fair to say that we are riding high on a good experience last week? Riding high again. Yes, flying high again. Yeah, Ooh, yeah flying high again. Yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, did, you, did you guys uh, see there's something about a cocaine bear from Kentucky? Dude, I need to. This movie's going to be incredible. <laughs> yeah. Elizabeth I, Banks I, is the director. I'm, I don't know what is happening. But that's the first movie. I'm going to wait until that movie's in theaters. That'll be my. That's your return to theaters. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the 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 dominoes are falling so quickly out here. It, I mean, that's happening everywhere might, now. It's it's really crazy. There might be a, a movies th- or theaters might be open in like a week and a half out here. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy for a place that was like yeah. basically, hey, we're going to stay locked down forever. Restaurants are up it, to fifty percent in New York. Yep. The week yep, that this comes out. Too. Yep. Oh God. I, I feel like that's the least thing. The last thing you should be doing. Tom, I did not send you the footage. I might have sent Bob a little bit. It, 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 I thought you might you might lose your mind. Uh, right. I went to Venice the other day. Oh yeah. And it, oh yeah. It it was packed, packed like like a regular Tom, summer day. Fourth of July on the boardwalk, packed. Yeah, it was bananas and. and uh, whatever we're not going to get political but it might everybody it might be time to recalibrate your expectations for- the number right now is one in four america one in four adult americans apparently have had at least their first vaccine dose is that, that true that's the number i saw bandied about can wow. that possibly be real no yeah i, don't I mean how many so. adults are there 100 like so there's 320 million people let's let's say let's say 250 I mean, probably, yeah. You say 200. You think 50 yeah, million sure. people got – I don't think so. I'll say this. Not. Some of the states um, – Then you get Texas who probably have like five people. We can name them. <laughs> like, they got the vaccine? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Here, let's see this. Let's go to the Google machine. All right. Do, do, do. Yeah. I mean I think – you know um, what? It's fun. It's like we, this probably could have been done. I mean this definitely could have been done in a different way that it was like maybe we do this like slowly, like incremental. Like all of a sudden it was like everyone's locked in then it's like you know what? Fuck it. It's it was almost as if like, you know, like you kept putting up like the dog door and the kid, the dog kept yeah. going. But you're like, hey, yes. fuck it. All right, just whatever. Just go ahead. Like get hit by a car. I don't care. You, you know what though, Tom? It, it creates a situation though. If uh, if your neighbor state opens up fully and you are still closed, there might, as particularly California to its neighbor states, there there might be a, a bigger cost than you could than like the three of us would anticipate, which yeah. is people who maybe their business has been in free fall. Maybe they've barely been able yeah. to keep uh, it mm-hmm. alive. Maybe they just say New Mexico, the, the, this, the, what it costs to rent this storefront in New Mexico, which by the way, I don't want to, this is not the snitch podcast, but could somebody 
explain to me these uh, tchotchkes, uh, these uh, uh, souvenir stores on Hollywood Boulevard. I'm a block away from Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. I, w- I walked down it the other day. God help me. It's a nightmare from hell. Yes. Uh, and the souvenir stores are still all open. What would you guess the rent is? Dude, in obscene. Obscene. Because- obscene. And so is it fair to say, no snitching, that these are 100% money laundering operations? Is that just obvious and they I'm stupid? They have to be. They have to be. And the same goes for the, like, I love New York shirts that litter Manhattan. You know what I mean? Like, Midtown. Half those places have closed. Because even as drug fronts, they have to be bleeding money on on rent. You know what I mean? I mean, like, dude, the Manhattan, Lord. a friend of mine, her sister just became, like, a barber. Mm-hmm. And was like, I'm going to get a storefront. They got a storefront in, like... Somewhere near Union Square. I forget what she's paying, but it's like $1,500 a month. So it's reasonable now. <laughs> you fucking bought, like, to own they a store. I know. Like, know. I, we'll open a fucking record store tomorrow. I know. Yeah, let's get it. You know um, what I'm like, it's, and they'll probably sign you for as long as you'll be, you know, you might not get, oh, yeah. the, you know, usually those businesses. No, at this point, they'll, they'll lock you in because there's so much space in Manhattan mm-hmm. right now. It, it's really a weird thing walking around. So, um, to give us the answer, uh, according to this report, since vaccine on on the NPR website, which is regularly updated, it was updated less than eight hours ago. Since vaccine distribution began in the U.S. on December fourteenth, more than ninety three million doses have been administered, reaching eighteen point four percent of the total U.S. population. So, okay, ninety three million doses. That's obviously not everyone, but. Maybe not one out of four, but I think we're probably close to one out of five adults. Well, did it say 18%? 18.4% of the total U.S. population. Right. So, it's very good. yeah. And yeah, so 93 million doses, which means there's, there's a lot of first and second doses right, in there, right. too. Um, currently, New York is at uh, at least one dose, 18.8%. New Jersey is 20.5%. California at 167 with 8% with the full New York's got nine percent. Jersey's got ten percent. So I'm the top ten. Yeah, killing it. Yo, hey, so we're on. I, we're we're kind of like moving towards something here, right? I mean, it feels I'm, gonna, that I'm, way. Gonna, I'm about to shift us in a wild direction. Are you guys ready? No way. Sure. Wait. Can we? Let's pause there. Patrick shifting us in a wild direction after these messages from our sponsors. Let's go. Guys, the big one. Our buddies at Run for Cover Records have a new release by the band Fiddlehead. Oh, how I've waited. It is called Between the Richness. Hey, uh, Pat, can you play the song Million Times from that record? It would thrill me to do so. How about you make it sound like it would thrill you to do <laughs> There's nothing more in the world I would rather do than play this. Go! 
welcome back. That was not sarcasm. I was thrilled to do so. I would just thought the delivery was fun. That's a great fucking. Was, yeah. Um, Tom, I think you got a chance to sit with this record a little bit. What do you think? I think it's fucking fantastic. I think if you liked the last one, you'll love this one. It's a different vibe. It's mournful, but it's like, a, it's, a, it's positive. Mm. Um, Pat's voice got even better. The songwriters. I think it's great. I think it's fucking. I think it's. I'm really excited to to get a physical copy and and enjoy this. So, if you also are excited about that, we all are. You can pre-order it at runforcoverrecords.com. Hit that store. Get in the pre-orders. That's today. So, mm. if you're an early riser, or you are hearing this somewhere else. My bet is this goes live by noon Eastern time. On March 16th. On Tuesday, March 16th. So figure it out. Maybe wander over there now. Browse, kind of see, pick some other things out while you're waiting. But uh, be ready. Get this. I guarantee the limited vinyl is going to go really quick. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, this, is, this is something I think is really cool. I have not sat with this really, but I got played some of it in a car last summer because yes, this record was recorded a minute ago. Yeah. Um, and yo, it's exactly what Tom said. If you like the last record, you're going to really like this one. Uh, has a little bit more Sam. I am vibes yep. has some real kind of like, I just shed title fight vibes. Sure. Sure. I mean, it's like, weird though, because I feel like a lot, like, you know, like dude from basement and stuff like they ran concurrently. So it's like, mm-hmm. Are they pulling from the same well, but it's easy to kind of be like, that's title fight, but it's actually, well, actually, that's fucking something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I have a feeling I have a feeling it's a lot of shared influence yeah, there. Yeah. And like it, it's without making this like because I think sometimes when people say, Oh, it has a real nineties feel, like I wanna stab my ear with an ice pick. Right. Like there's no faux back about this, but it really has some warmth that I think people who who dig on uh, any of the more like the prettier version of alt and rock and 90s stuff. It's a really prettier die. version of Fugazi on some of the songs too. Oh, I like that. I like that. He's so, got like some gee to his voice, but it's a little bit more. Yeah. I, 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 I can't say enough about the record. Yeah. So everybody, uh, this is an exciting one. Very exciting. Uh, Between the richness fiddlehead, go check it out. Run for cover records.com. Boom. Boom. Ba boom. The next one. Our buddies at To Live a Lie. To Live a Lie.com. Check it out. All the best in fast music. Um, I got one picked out that I want to talk about a little bit. If you guys have anything else, please do. Uh, I sent it along. It's the Trappist Hetsy Split EP. Um, this one is a band from Southern California, the band Trappist, who feature members. Like, I didn't know this because I'm listening to this song. You know what? Fuck it. Pat, cue up the Trappist song from this record. You'd like me to play the Trappist song? Yes, play the song Violent Sacrification. I'm going to do this now. Yeah. 
when I listened to that song, I was like, yo, this is burly. It's like fast, hardcore. It's killing. Like, I was like, this is really good. And then I was like, all right, let me read this description. It's like, oh, members have been in spaz, sticky, infest, despise you. Like, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. these, these guys, yeah, these guys get chops. Um, I think this is one of those things, like, we, we reference this a lot because we are aware of who our audience is here. If you like moshier hardcore, if you like chunkier hardcore, if you don't go all in on the fast stuff, but you're you're kind of like intrigued sometimes, this this right here, entry point. Check this out. Um, I really like the Hetsy song too, like a little bit, a little more fast and like frenetic energy. Whereas Trappist has kind of this crunchier thing going too. Um, really cool, great example of where when splits are done right, two bands own flavor but complement each other well. I can't recommend this enough. This is a pre-order, so I hope everyone gets in there and orders it. Do you guys get any other stuff? I mean, I could talk on that all day. I feel like Will does such an incredible job with this stuff, and there's always something new. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you, he doesn't have the setup yet, and if he wants to do this, maybe he can, mm-hmm. or you can do it yourself. Like you can, you a Talivali subscription, because mm. because I feel like you would never feel like you didn't get your money's worth. Oh, because no, this you always do shit. Like whether it be like stays active, right? Like for his own label for the six two five. Like there's so much stuff all the time that I think like. I mean, is this the label for that lane of music? I'd be hard pressed. Yeah, I don't. You know. I don't think it. I don't think you can even like compare it to anything. Right. So, um, check that out. Uh, the Spy Service Weapon Seven has got repressed. I actually have to pick up those because I'm, I'm trying to keep all keep current, keep all of them. Um, the Scholastic Death Bookstore Core LP, a six two five release, <laughs> kind of compiles all their records. Um, is neat. there a lot of people? Like a lot of it is sold out actually. So see if you can get it. Um, yeah, check it out to live Let them know we sent you big. Thank you to our other two sponsors, death wish Inc and close casket activities. Uh, oh, wow. talk to our buddy, dusty Cloudon today. He's, uh, guys, guess what? He's pretty busy. Yeah. You don't I believe that. Yeah. He's, he's busy. He's busy. He bought a truck. So that's the big oh, news. So very busy. You go to the mail, the post office every day to send out the millions of records. He's, yeah who knows? i mean he might be he might be needing a truck just to like go pick stuff up i think he's got a lot going on good for him so so shout out to all our sponsors patrick you were going to take us in a wildly different direction well i was just going to ask you guys have i ever asked us not to talk about a thing on this jeez mm. um no i think that's usually my job yeah. Yes. Tom usually takes rain on the, Hey, so, Ixnay on the dick say, you know? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm game for most anything. Uh, you know, some of the bands that we talk about, I, but you know, I, there's, I, I don't, I don't like to have too many limits. Can we never talk about NFTs? Is that like a thing I can put out here? Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Sure. Thank you. Is that an NFT? No. By you saying that, can you sell that? <laughs> Yo, yeah, maybe we'll do uh no, well, let's not even we're not gonna do it. Not gonna no. talk about it. 
I, I, I've every podcast has tried explaining <sighs> it or making a joke about it, or I, I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm spent. Uh, R.I.P. NFTs. Peace, guys. As we we're discussing, we did our little COVID update because we know some of you come to us for news. Um, that's really weird. You know what? Hit me yesterday, as I know you guys know because I texted you as soon as it did. Getting kind of excited. Because the end of the tunnel is in sight, right? Like, it sort of feels like it. I'm not trying to be overly optimistic, but uh, one-third of the podcast is about to be fully vaccinated. Yeah. One-third of the podcast is is looking for their opportunities to get fully vaccinated. And the other third of the podcast thinks that's more of a family thing. He's going to discuss it privately, and that's kind of a private thing, you know? Mm. Um, Patrick. Uh, So... Mm. I thought you were going to go, and one of the other podcasts is Patrick. Yeah, so, uh, which, did you see that, Tom? It's the LeBron James thing. He he didn't really want to talk about it, and it seemed interesting. No. Anyways. Um, so, Pat. Moving on. Yes. Do you think, before you take us on a wild, or we're not, was that your one? That was it. Oh, I, I just was that. taking us in a different direction. Want nothing to do with the, please no NFT. Do you think big time touring uh, uh, akin to the stuff that you do? Do you yeah, think vac- vaccinations will be part and parcel of that that kind of world? That like no, no, okay, no. I, I, I Tom, if you had asked me even a month ago, I would have, I would have hedged. Uh, right now. I just think that all of these states are going to fall one after another and we we're everybody so that there is absolute clarity in the next things that I say. I do not believe COVID to be the flu. Thank you. However, I think we're approaching the time where we treat it the same way where it's um, elective if you want to get your flu shot or not. And, you know, you just hope for a, a herd immunity to take hold one way or the other. I, I, I think I think that we're going to see touring exactly when we were optimistic and not yeah, before. Yep. So, yeah, fall. So so there will be shows before that, no doubt. But yep. I think you're about a few already. Like, yeah. Big ones. And I th- like legit but, ones, not like no, oh, not, yeah. not not well, backyard. I, I heard, a nice, I, I heard yeah, a rumor that we would we would all attend. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> we, 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 I mean Why Tom might know? attend it from ac- from across the uh you know, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Like <laughs> yeah. indoor, outdoor, uh, outdoor situation. That mm-hmm. is one that would th- excite yeah. all three of us. It would be a mm-hmm. thing that would be really fun and we'd want to be there. Could I and, get there without uh, getting on a plane? No. I mean, no, you could take a train or a bus, uh, but yeah, but I mean, it's, would it would Pat be a long time. walk there. Could he wa- ride a Vespa scooter there? No, actually, uh, need, he Bob, could, the one I mean, I'm talking about oh. Tom could, Tom could take a nice long walk. Oh, wow. Then I'm talking about something else. Look at that. Mm-hmm. What is happening? I don't know anything. So many, so many things. Can you so text me things. on the side so I can, I feel like I'm yes. in the loop. Hold on. Let's pause the recording. That's <laughs> oh, it, shit. That's crazy. I still don't know if I'm <laughs> Um. So, Patrick, yeah, I think what you were saying, touring's going to be back precisely when we think it is. Local uh, gigs first. Which I think makes sense, and which would actually kind of be cool to be kind of to be like to be like your first, you know, like where like think of the biggest band in your locality, mm. and they're like, "Fuck, it, we're just gonna play like a fucking just play show." 
I, like if I, it's I like, think, you know, yeah. fucking thrice is going to play a fucking outdoor show just to be like, we're, we're back, man. Mm. Or drug church in Albany. Yo, playing SPAC. It's, it's about time. Play the um, egg. You guys in OKD, take it down. Yo, Patrick, when was the last time you attended anything at the egg? Oh, my God. It's been 100 years. I think I was in third grade. Yeah, it's been 100 years. Do they not have anything of interest to anyone that's not 90 or a child? Like like low-level opera, low-level theater. Comedians? Mm. Uh, Occasionally, yeah, like the clean guys. And then they'll be like, they might be giants. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's kind of cool, actually. Definitely cool. Um, okay. Uh, so we were to Yeah. Uh, Tom, I like exactly what you said about some local gigs, et cetera. Here's, here's the, uh, sage advice, right? Cheat code shit right here. Don't, don't it's, it's, we're recording this March, whatever, 10th today, lock this in. Don't get crazy, but start feeling okay to, Think about what you want to do for the fall. Mm. Think, start getting, it's okay to be excited. That's, that's the energy today on this podcast is it's okay to get excited. You, you got something you've been waiting for. I've been kind of advising people like, like, yo, like I'm not saying like, don't, don't go put a deposit down on the venue, but you know, maybe, maybe check, see what, what, what's what, see what's good. Like that stuff for the fall. It still might be a little early. But everything's trending the right way. Feeling good. Feeling real good. Which leads us to today's event, guys. I know you're both so excited. I'm pretty excited. Well, I just keep right. thinking about now I have to go back to, like, if, if all this stuff happens, I'd be psyched. Mm, I know. But that means I got to go back to my office. I'm not that psyched. <laughs> a lot no, of people are. Like, yo, I don't really mind waking like, up way. at 855 and, like, signing on at 9 a.m., like, in my shorts. Mm. I know. I think that's the other thing. Even more than that whole get excited about hardcore coming back. Yo, start having those conversations internally at your workplaces. Like, damn, it really does feel like we're more efficient working remotely. I've been pushing that shit. And I'm like, we have no, like, nothing's imminent. Yep. But I think, like, it's also sort of like, uh, I I, I might pitch, pitch the, like, maybe you don't have to be in the office five days a week. Maybe it's three days. We're going Euro style. I think the quality of life exchange for even that is so big that everyone has to consider. You got to ease people back into it, man. I can't start on like Monday as if nothing ever happened. Jesus, no. Like for your own, you know, for your own psyche, for your own fucking mental health. For yeah, anybody, I, I mean, I that's totally a lot agree. It's it's really it's let's. Uh, I mean, my my biggest thing would be we we saw the country got forced into a situation where remote work was heaved on everyone. Seems like people have been pretty okay with it. Um, you know, people that complain to parents. Yeah. Fuck parents. For real. They, like, yeah. I feel like everyone else is like, yo, I don't have to like go anywhere. I could like, I can do like, I literally have like interviewed people in like, I'm wearing basketball shorts and like a fucking collared shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think that there's more people than we know that are kind of like falling apart a little bit because, but if you added the, if you added this, so you could be a little bit more social and still work from home. Yeah. Oh, sure. I think that makes, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's many people that'd be into that. No, there, there is, there's, you're right. There's the mental health component of people who, 
who maybe their their primary social was was workplace. But yeah, once once it's opened up, you know, I, I, I have a hard time seeing who wouldn't opt for like, yeah, I go in on Tuesdays and Thursdays or I go in Monday, Wednesday, you know, like which might be- still be a thing. I mean, I don't know if any any I mean, I work for like a nonprofit. But like, I don't know. Like if we've proven that it works for the most part, are you going to write? You're not gonna, trying to get every desk filled like it used oh, to no. be like right off the bat. You still got to fucking, you know, like right yeah, now, dude, we have like. I think we usually have like probably 35 people on one floor. Mm-hmm. Since the pandemic, we have at the most four. Amazing. Holy shit. You know, and, and like everyone else is working from home. Yeah. So like, you know, even if we get it up to like 10, I don't see anybody. Like, I'm, like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see like, I don't really see patients. Right. So it's like, I could just be here. Yo, I think, I think it's the move. So yeah, sorry. No, no, this is, this is all relevant. It's all relevant conversation. Guys, so we're thinking about this is a hardcore podcast. This is the hardcore podcast. Let's get excited for hardcore 2021-22 and have a hardcore draft. Yeah. Patrick, is it safe to say you've never participated in fantasy sports? That is correct. Okay. I never have either. Okay, good. Well, Although I didn't. I don't, Bob, do you remember that? You might not have lived here yet. Mm. Might have been too young. They used to do it was like a pre fantasy sports thing that they used to do in the New York Daily News. Okay, like you would pick. They would have like a it would be like a half a page of you know all the different um, uh, positions in baseball, and you would uh-huh. pick your cho- you know you would choose like rotisserie baseball. your first baseman your second like all this yeah. sort of stuff, and mm-hmm. then like if if you. I think you had to submit it, and then you could win money at the end of the year. Oh, see, yeah, that's kind of fun. But it was um, like way before, like, let me look at his, like, what's his fucking OPS versus lefties. It was just kind of like, I like, Jer- you know, I like, you know, whoever the fuck, Barry Bonds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, he, he's good. I um, I definitely have done just about every weird, nerdy version of sports thing like that for those who are not sports uh sided we'll say in any way a draft happens in sports when there are new players or new teams but we'll, we'll say new players college players usually who are entering the league entering a sports thing and, and maybe you drafted as a as an uh, armed forces draft oh that's right that that can happen so people get drafted um for the sake of ours we're each going to have a list we're, we're making ours a draft because it's fun to do this. Uh, we do it in an order. It was totally randomized. I'll explain some of the more particulars in a second. But we're going to pick the hardcore bands we're most excited for coming out post-COVID. We're no repeats. Everybody gets their own team. So we're going to try to pick the one that we're just most excited for. Here's some of the rules. And, and Pat, if you have questions, Tom, if you have questions, let's get them. I have randomized this. You both have our full draft orders, correct? Yes. Okay, each ran- round is totally random, so I'll announce like, okay, Tom, it's your your pick. Pat, it's your pick. All right, it's my pick. Um, we are allowing, just in the uh, energy of sports, trades. So if for some reason Tom gets Band X and Pat, you're like, God damn it, I need Band X. You could hit him up and say, hey, would you be interested in trading maybe this band that I have or these two picks later on 
or let's do a swap. You can uh, let's let's have fun with this because that's Girl. how exactly that's why these are fun. So, um, and the energy of it isn't that these are. This is just a, another fun way behind the curtain for us just to talk about current hardcore bands in a unique way because we're all fucking excited about it. And some of these bands maybe have records, some of them don't. Maybe we have some information, but maybe not a lot. Uh, let's let's dive in. Um, any other questions before we get started or clarifications we should make for the audience? I mean, for myself, I just mm-hmm. like so. I mean, obviously, it'd be f- to make this a little bit more fun and like yes, we could. I mean, you know, you could you could literally just be like, you know, fucking turnstile knocked like there's the eight you know whatever the top ten bands and then that would be it established band sure right like you know with bands that you know are gonna like. I, I, me personally, like there were definitely some of those in inter spot interspersed for like, sure, for like, sure, intertwined with, but I also picked like some new, like younger cats, like that are just coming out. And so I don't know if everyone else went in at it with that energy or we're trying to like, are we trying to pick the dream team or are we trying to pick like a team that you really want to go see? This is a great question. I think we each probably have our slightly owned versions of it. I'll give you exactly what my thoughts were. Was I was thinking what bands are going to come out of this with energy that people are going to be really excited about. So a few factors. Who am I personally most excited to go see? Yep. Who's got new records coming out that I think are going to be great? Who's had new records coming out that now I can't wait to see like how they've leveled up in the live environment given that like you know this band just had this killer record drop. Haven't yep. been able to play shows, but people are hype on it. Got it. Um, right. So I bet that's probably pretty similar to yours. Patrick, how did you come at this? I came at this um, mostly younger, but uh, you know, my idea of younger includes stuff that's probably five years old, but not older. You know, um, right? The the uh, and a couple, you know, I I I don't know how you guys did. I've got a list of maybe twenty, and wow, yeah, I, just about that, yeah. And I I put a couple just in case we get into later rounds and I've been selected over way more than I anticipated. I put a couple, couple bands that I think have been knocked off of their pedestal in a manner of speaking. I don't mean that disrespectfully, but I think that there's like great potential rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I went in a lot of different directions. I, I will say though, I'm disappointed in myself. Mm. I don't have a ton of heavy and I don't have a ton of fast. This is a lot of straight down the middle hardcore, which for me is kind of weird. So, uh, things have been trending sort of in this straightforward way. I gotta say, uh, I think last we spoke about how things are trending. I said, I could see things getting more on the extreme and I think they sort of did. But as soon as something gets like, all right, an example, Gate Creeper, they were never a fast pitch hardcore band. You know what I mean? They were always on the metal side and not, not metal core, not heavy, not beat down shit, but metal, like thrashy kind of death metal sort of stuff too. They're very popular within the hardcore world, but they are on their own branch. You know what I mean? So if somebody wanted to include them on a list like this, I'd love to hear it. But but again, they're not what came to my mind when I did this either. And I, I think mine trended in some similar directions as yours too, Patrick. Yeah, and, and I also just don't know if there's some stuff that I'm really overlooking. Like 
the drill sergeant track that we played last episode really good right i that was like my favorite shit i'd heard in a long time yeah. and, and but i don't know like that's not the stuff that i'm typically clocking for uh in part because i thought it was i thought it was like better than a lot of what i'm exposed to from that world i, I thought it was more clever can i ask you guys a question did, did, did you both bob you definitely listened to the track tom did you give it a a a, a, a real ear yes do you think that fucked up has more of a diffused influence than we recognize right now? Yeah. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Like a there's a tenured influence by fucked up now. Like they have errors. Yeah, and I think I think they have established themselves in a way like they're they're canon for somebody who likes punk hardcore. You know, like I could see people who only like heavier hardcore to have avoided them completely but i think if you're into faster stuff if you ever bought a band's record that's just a black and white cover good chance they checked out some portion of the fucked up catalog and at least were aware of some of their trajectories in the way they wrote music in some of the weird elements they were pulling in which yo credit to them influence of them i think inspired some of these bands to try different shit than they would have if they just were going for rote you know one hundred percent. And as far as I, I was wondering if it, if there was anything direct about it, because I thought it it was interesting. If you if you play that drill sergeant song as uh, just a power violence artifact, uh, I think it's good. But if you fucked up, if if I have to hand out compliments to a band that it's like a meme that I don't like, uh, aside from the riffs, which are good. Uh, what they really did well w- was, or continue to do well, is know when to put a catchy part in, and mm-hmm. even within that short, mostly power violence inspired song from Drill Sergeant, th- the never get the joke part. Oh yeah, that's a catchy part, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it also his it, the voice is uh it. it it, it it just has a humor to it that I think is also like part and parcel of the fucked up energy. Uh, so I, I'm not saying the drill sergeant takes much else from them because obviously very different styles of music, but uh, that was just, I was listening to it and I was like, you know, I, you know, again, like I've been given fucked up too much credit. I'm going to lose my reputation, but like it, 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 uh, it struck me that maybe fucked up is just, it, it it is a overall aesthetic milieu that we that we are in, you know, like like, like it's it's part of the it's part of the stew, right, undoubtedly. Right. Um. No, I, I think I think you're totally right. I think that is exactly what it ends up being, uh, because they're so intertwined in the DNA on a lot of stuff. So, with that said, um. Let's get started. Uh, guys, welcome to the 2021-22 Hardcore Draft. I hope that you're excited for shit like we are. Uh, as I said, the, the rounds are randomized. Everybody has their pick order, but I will be announcing it. Um, with the first pick of the first round, Tom, you are up. Hold on. <laughs> So we're not doing, we don't get like two minutes, right? 
No, well, no, you can. You got two minutes after. You know, you can. You can. Right. You get a, twenty minutes after, to be honest. With the first pick of the first round of the HC draft, the um, Brooklyn Tominators choose <laughs> Fiddlehead. Wow. Ooh. Uh, so, so obviously, people have now heard this. Um, Tom, tell us a little bit about your pick. Why Fiddlehead? Um, I think um, they're good on offense, good on defense. Um, can pop a three if you need. Yeah. Um, I think you know the sophomore year they they were in the final four. I mm. think you know, and then last year, like with you know with this new thing, I think they're going to uh, win win the chip. Yo, and 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 full full transparency at <clears throat> at Sound and Fury, the last one that happened when Havheart played, but Fiddlehead also played. Fiddlehead plays a large packed room so well. Oh yeah, and uh, I think this record probably will continue that. And, oh yeah, I mean, dude, they played yeah. back to school jam two years in a row with us, like with two yep. versions of me, my pants, and like they didn't necessarily fit in with the the overall lineup, but they kind of won the show both times. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the one year was like the main bands were were um, Power Trip and Incendiary and Folly. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think we played with them back to back in decision on them. You know, and like Billy Club Sandwich, like right before them or something. Like, and then the second year was Martyr and Folly and Vane and us, and like they played and like killed it. So like I feel like they have such a crossover. Yeah, that I think once his record's out and they're able to play shows, um, I think this is pretty like, and I think you know some of the you know older friends that that you know aren't and don't know every new hardcore band, no fiddlehead, and I think young folks still fuck with them too. So that's why I made them my number one pick. I think they got a lot of great energy, and I can't wait. Yeah, I, I have to imagine that. <clears throat> they're going to find even a larger audience. Um, yes. And it really, one of the things I think that would have been interesting with them was that they did have some touring plan for 2020. I'm curious to see what that looks like yeah. in 2021 or 2022. My biggest, uh, you know, uh, pat on the back for this band is that I don't even think they need to do road warrior shit. I think no. they could keep it pretty light and it just makes their shows that much more special, which you can't say for every band. You know, I would always prefer them to do their own shit. You know? Go ahead. I would always prefer them to do their own stuff. Yeah. Like they could get on, you know, and be main support for a bigger, you know, pop punk ish leaning band. Oh, for sure. But I think like I would rather see them play in front of 600 kids that love them. Yeah. Than no. you know, 2,000 kids that are new to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And- I think there's going to be a weird balance where they're able to play both those and they're sure. going to, they're going to, they're going to find themselves. Yeah. They're going to convert a lot of new believers. So, all right. Fiddlehead is the first pick of the first round. Patrick. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, the uh, Hollywood uh, the sidewalk vomits uh, <laughs> with their first round selection is going with, California's own drain. Oh, strong pick. That was here. On my list. Now, Fuck. now there is a brother band to, to drain who 
maybe maybe some would take ahead of Drain because at this exact moment that brother band is killing right and I'm taking nothing away from them either. No. I don't know why I'm not giving their name. I like like Gulch, just, right. Gulch, like yeah. I'm somehow Gulch. talking about them and keeping them secret for the yeah. next round, but of course not. Because like none of us well, thought it's of good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a uh, they're a, the um they're a stash pick. You're trying to keep them the prospects name out of vision. Like I got a few things I'm working on, you know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you you put like the the expensive record that there's only one left of like behind like the shitty thing in the used bin, so no one will find it. Well, what did I, what did I, what do they call it in sports where they go, um, they put out, uh, defaming information about a player to bring down his value. What oh, is that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's, I don't know if there's a technical scientific term, but yes, this is a, uh, false they'll like, information. They'll be, they'll be like, uh, he's got a weed charge from high school. That's a character issue. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, Oh, did you talk to his aunt Sophia? Oh no! Mm. Uh, we did not. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure. We're gonna. Yeah. You know. Whatever. We'll say. We'll say. Yeah. 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 Hey, everybody out there. Uh, when it comes to things that you think are not business, uh, they're they're really business and they're scary. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it, it, here's the thing. Uh, both these bands are fucking great, obviously, and people really love them. I think that Drain has n- n- next to endless upside. Uh, in the uh, uh, rotting out fashion. Uh, This might be a comparison that I've made before. Rotting out crossed a lot, a lot of uh, uh, aisles, you know, Uh, uh, punks, uh, hardcore kids, mall kids uh, really liked and continue to like rotting out. Uh, I think drain has that same potential. So drain to me is a, uh, what do you, what do you call it when, uh, not a sleeper, but whatever. It's it, it's. They were redshirted last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they maybe had a weird injury that held them out for a season, but they were the they that one game and they dropped fifty. Yo, they were yeah. the they were top. They were McDonald's All American coming out of high school. They just missed their freshman year. We don't know what they can be. Um, yeah, fantastic pick. Uh, high on my list. Well so, done, Pat. Yeah, yeah very good. Right. Big fuck. Do you think this is how like GMs talk in the background? Yes. Good. One thousand percent of this. Uh <laughs> the first pick for the uh Bricktown Beach Slammers. There we go. Um, <laughs> I am going to take, and I'm actually you guys went I, I had a leaning on Fiddlehead. I knew they'd be early. I'm going to take turnstile. Nice. Ooh established they're on my big board under the established category easy yep but i don't have a ton of inside knowledge i think they're ready to put out a record i don't know if there's a record there i don't think it matters that much because like we talk about it and we talked about it and bah, bah, bah. time and space is a record that really matters like that record is great has a very long tail. And and I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's one of the top 20. Da, da, da. Uh, there's way too many classic records in hardcore 40 years in. But that record's a classic record. Uh, Bob, when you hear the real things kick on, it's fucking infectious, you know? Yeah, question. Yes. 
and maybe this is my own, maybe some of the tours are off my radar. Hmm. It didn't feel like they toured this into the ground either. They did the Touche tour. I think part of it is the off the our radar thing. I th- I think that they were out a fair amount. It they did just, like Suicide Boys, but like I feel like it wasn't like they did come through headline in two and three times on his record. No, not headline. They did you know, they did some stories so far stuff. I think, but you're you're exactly right. They did not play this record into the ground, but I feel like it's something like yo. Talk about shows I do want to see, and and I'm not like yo. Turnstiles playing in Asbury Park. Maybe I'm going to go. Maybe I'm not before this. But that's because I'm a spoiled ass old man. Now that's a that's a set I need to see. Like Turnstiles. Think about Turnstiles' first set post fucking COVID. Holy shit! Room's going to bounce. Like there better not be walls up because they're going to break down. You know. Mm. All right. Uh, that's the end of the first round. Tom also. The Luck of the Irish won the first pick of the second round. So, Tom. Hmm, I got two that I'm really kind of struggling with. Um, all right, I'm going to talk the, 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 the... You got a stash pick? Yeah, all right. Stash one. I'm going to go um, with our friends from the Hudson Valley. Oh. I'm going for Mind Force. Had a feeling you were all right. I feel Mind like Force. they put out that that the the um, reign of terror and and swinging uh, swords. Swing swords. They haven't even played yeah. off that. I know. Isn't that criminal? So I feel like um, they got some other stuff coming up. I think they'll be you know. And I mean, in the grand scheme of things, all you know, with all the different stuff that went on in the last three years. Yep. They haven't played that much. And I no. think they've only gotten bigger. So like, I think, you know, their their return, you know, along with everyone else is going to pop. So that would be my choice. My I like first. it. I like it. And, yo, that's a band. Yeah. Like, they're, they're so far, recurring theme of the pick so far, all superior live acts, right? Yes. Like, and uh, I think it's can't be stated enough how important that is. So, all right, solid pick. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The number you have reached is 100.7 WMMS. It wasn't just a radio station. It was a lifestyle. Cleveland is, is a rock and roll city for sure. Yeah! Down! The Wrath of the Buzzer. WMMS. Cleveland. The rise and fall of one of the most iconic radio stations in America. Profiles, The Wrath of the Buzzard, P-R-O-H Files. Subscribe now wherever you get podcasts. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. 
Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Oh, hold on. Ding, 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 ding. With my pick for the second round, you know, man, I'm tempted here because I think it's coming on your board. I'm going to take a Kulu. Like a longtime favorite. We yep. know they have an LP coming out. And, uh, yeah, we also know that it's going to be uh, fucking great. Um, I think they have a lot of upside. I'm excited to see. And, like, this is a band who, I don't know. I have no idea how much they're going to be able to tour. But I, it's a band who I actively still want to see more of in a live setting. So, Akulu's my pick. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they don't play. I mean, also, I don't think it's outside my purview, but, like, if they've played 20 shows with those yeah. two seven inches out, I feel like that's a lot. Maybe I'm totally out of my mind, but I, I feel like they haven't played that much either. And I think they're kind of – it's no. just building, and I think people will um, will flock to them once, it, once they finally start playing more often. Yeah, I think what they need is um – they don't need to go do anything. What they, what people need to hear is the people who haven't checked them out yet, who are way more into the metal side of things. And like by thrash metal, the average relapse listener, uh, the, the classic thrash metal of the eighties had like people who were cued in and clued into iron age were clued into power trip, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yo, you got to hear a cool. It's yeah. not in, it's not exactly no. the same, but it is going to scratch an itch that you have or you have but didn't even know. So you got to check it. Agreed. All right. Patrick, are you ready? I am. This one is a uh, – now, for a lot of our listeners, this is a band that they really love, but I'm, I'm playing Moneyball here. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with One Step Closer. Ooh. And here's my rationale. Uh, Drug Church has a new record coming out. Uh, we were we were asked what bands we want to tour with. We're looking at like a you know we're we're looking at the board saying yeah, okay yeah. well same thing we're doing now same thing we're doing now and this is why we're uh, actually doing this so Pat has a better idea of what the next yeah two homework homework fellas yeah and uh, when we were talking about one step closer and we were talking about a potential tour lineup everybody had one step closer as direct support. And what's interesting about that is then dude at our label had to chime in because he knows everybody's numbers. And he, he explained you, I'm not telling you guys what to do, but you know, you're putting one step closer above bands that outdraw them two to one, you know? And not for long. well, that's the thing, right? Yeah, is, early, that, baby. is that there is, an energy to the way that you talk about something. Yep. And so, and sometimes that is just hype and it go nowhere. But you don't often, care. often it is, uh, there, there might be a reason for the, for the, f- there might be a reason. And you got to be careful because it can be that you're just in an echo chamber of your own Twitter nonsense, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but sometimes there's a reason why everybody's under the impression that something is bigger than it is. So, 
this is highly speculative, but I'm feeling good about if this was crypto. I was just going to say, uh, this the OSC coin? This is the OSC coin. Yeah. To the moon! Yeah, yo. So Diamond hands! I, I'm going to tell a story real quick that I don't think is too out of hand. Um, when Turnover was about to put out Peripheral Vision, uh, I was privy to hearing some some conversations, this, that, and the other, but people were already going, yo, no, you don't understand. Like, working on tours six months out, nine months out, it was just like, hey, no, by, by this time in, in six months, this band's going to be double the size they are now. And we project that after that, another six months, they'll be double the size they were then. Mm. And, you know, you can have, you can be speculative and be like, really? Are you sure? And not everybody knows, and sometimes people get that dead wrong. No, that one played out exactly as everyone thought it would. So, um, pretty interesting shit. Uh, good pick. I'm tempted to offer you a trade for OSC. Mm. Wow. I know, I know. All right. <clears throat> round Speaking of. Three, four? Round three. three. With the first pick of the third round. See, I gotta get uh, yo. This is one of the things we're gonna play that song, that that song, that track every time because that's what happens on the NFL draft. And because I would watch that religiously from age I don't know twelve to uh, thirty, um, <laughs> that sounds burned in your head because it's just yeah. going off every like three to five minutes. Um, I, I like to diversify. Uh, my my lineup a little bit. I liked what you said. My big board. I have established bands, up and coming rookies, and then wild cards. I'm gonna throw in military gun. Ooh. Mm. I think uh, if we're buying futures, I'm buying military gun. I think uh, the tracks they have out there are great. I think there's a lot of energy behind it. And we know the players. <clears throat> Here's my question. Yeah. Not to be, you know, Mel Kiper mm. on this. Please, please. But now you, um, I feel like um, our buddy is kind of like the Bo Jackson, right? Mm. Okay, okay. You got Regional Justice Center and you got Military Gun. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's going to have to pick one to put more energy into. Did Bo? Oh, it have, it, it's possibly should have though. It's possible. It's, it's no, it's certainly possible. I mean, he was a freak though. But so yeah, he was a freak. And you know, well, that's the question: Are we? Is this Bo Jackson or is this um, Heisman winner Charlie Ward? Or you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, or is this Brian Jordan of the St. Louis Cardinals and Atlanta Falcons? Or is this Neon fucking Dion? Mm. Are we underselling our boy Ian? No, I'm not. No, I'm saying. No, like, no, I know, I know. I think it's a great question. Almost. Like, like I'm taking military gun here over RJC, which is nuts. <clears throat> I think that both of those bands could be touring entities that really go far. Um, I think I, I just saw how excited people were. And I think about what Ian was doing with the music with military gun and what they've got going on. It's different. It's got a different energy and I'm excited for it, and I think that their records – that's also part of my equation is that I think what they've put out so far is going to pale in comparison to their next two records. Like that's what I'm excited to see. Yeah, hey, dislocate me is a fucking hit. <sighs> for sure. All right. 
Hold on. Tom, with the eighth pick overall, the second pick of the third round. I feel like this is the pick that gets the Donovan McNabb treatment. Oh. So like the whole, you know, like the whole arena is like booing. <laughs> Let's hear it. But I don't care. With my pick, going for drug church. Oh, oh wow. we're on my list. I think Ooh. that's a solid pick. That guy played quarterback for Syracuse. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Tom, tell tell us a little bit about your pick. Everyone, like, it's gotten to the point of annoyance. Everyone I know likes drug church. Mm. That, like, people that are, like, sometimes it's people that, like, don't give a fuck about seaweed or Sam I am or anything. They're like drug (laughs) church. Like I feel yeah, like it's, yeah. it's made such a crossover, and which is awesome, and I think it's kind of like a perfect storm of everything. I think people gotten to know Pat through this, have yeah. given his musical endeavors a chance. They're like, "Yeah, this guy's great." Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can say the same. I mean, I you know, I Drug Church has been more on my radar since we started doing this because I always thought it was like his like side. You know, I mean, to him, it is a side thing, even though it's his major thing. Um, <laughs> but I. It's his guma. But like I was just like watching like like uh I was in a a, U- a drug church YouTube um hole the other day. And just watching these um these uh like you know live at fader, live at here, and here's right Pat gesticulating with headphones on. Like um <laughs> but uh I I mean I think those songs are great, and if this next record is is um a, a, as if as good or or better than cheer, then I think there's going to be no living with this dude. So I'm really excited for what comes next. Mm. Thank you, Tom. Yes, uh, very excited for Drug Church. Uh, also was on my list. Uh, excited to hear what you have coming out. The last record was pretty good. So it was probably uh, an eight out of ten. Probably an eight out of ten. I, I would. Uh, <laughs> I, I think anybody that enjoyed it is going to enjoy the next record. Uh, I've been listening to the mixes. My vocals are a little too wet, but that we can fix that. Just, I want the heavy auto tune turn to come for Drug Church, where you are on a full blown 2007 style, wee wee style. I, not far off on some of these choruses. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, then moving forward. Patrick, it is your pick. Okay. Uh, then I'm just going to kind of like take this end of the table and just say Gulch. Oh, you uh, got your pick. Yeah, it might be like for a lot of our listeners, that might be too obvious because they just sold a ton of records. They continue to have their hype. But uh, this is me being pure sports analyst taking the, or maybe crypto analyst mm. uh, t- taking. Uh, so in uh, market stuff, you have what's called a test. Look at this right? fucking guy. <laughs> He's watched two I watched stocks three, in his life. I watched three he, YouTube videos. <laughs> just, just say, Tom. It is this, or it was. Um, uh, what's the shit that he was playing with in in Brooklyn? The thing he ordered a bunch of. Oh, the fucking linoleum. Linoleum. So, so take take the crypto over the linoleum. He's turning nice. like fucking Jim Cramer, fucking Mad Money over here. He's bought like. <laughs> He Yo, bought one Live Nation stock, and now he thinks he's fucking <laughs> Warren Buffett. Eric, Eric wants to jump out a window 
Be- because that's uh, why he's uh, always out in the street on his stories because he's like, get me the fuck away from this dude. No exaggeration. I'll be like, I'll be like, look at this fucking portfolio. You can't even fucking fuck with this portfolio. It's like, you'll take a walk. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'll be like, how many Cordado you got? What's your fucking problem, bro? And he's like, oh, it's just taking money out of your pocket. You haven't even made anything yet. And I'll be like, eighty it. bucks, dude. So, <laughs> long story short, uh. The, there's a test. test so yes. it, it's uh, basically what is the market really? And I feel like, okay, so Gulch had that uh, very hot, hot uh, record earlier. That's 2020. Uh, it's all, it's all a dream. It's all blur now. Yes. And, and now the test was this split with tsunami. That's the, that's the market test. If that didn't pop, I would have been bearish on Gulch, but it fucking sold. And I think that the hype still exists. And now it's diamond hands to the moon. Here's, here's my, uh, why I think you're doing well with your picks. What is draining Gulch share members? What is Mm. the most important thing about both these bands that I think actually plays live, live, and where are they from? California. Mm. What is the other hot thing popping in California? I there's yeah, there's now. a couple answers. Del Taco, right? But for live music, hardcore bands, like new new energy shit, the stuff that people are always kind of like seeking out, like a fucking fix. Yo, this is what it is. So. That's going to be a litmus test is when these bands come back, are their shows fucking hype or is there an easing in? I have a feeling for both Drain and Gulch, the shows are going to be bonkers. So oh, yeah. th- so I-, I haven't talked about this. There's shows in LA right now that, n- that nobody is keen to shit upon and they look fun as hell. And my guess is that there is uh, uh, some of some of those people are going to they would be first in line for a drain or a gold show. Uh, they're obviously not scared of what's going on. And you mix that with people who are just tired of being at home. And I think that if you if if it was a two band bill and they wanted to play a very large show in September, they'd pack it out. Agreed. All right. Patrick, with the first pick of the fourth round, you're up back to back. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with touring, and that I know that's like uh, quaint in 2021, right? Because the point here is, yeah, you know, ba- like things will be back, bands can tour, but some of the bands we've talked about are not going to do significant touring. You know, that's right. It, it, it's it's a whole different world now, and we've kind of we we've acknowledged that that it's not like you can just you can have a demo and just tour until people know who you are. It's not like that anymore, and and I get it, sure. But knowing my inside baseball, my or my insider information on RJC is that they just want to tour, and I think that there's there's going to be a victory in that now. As far as the RJC military gun thing, I don't think I'm talking out of school. I think RJC is 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 a limited project. 
it is intended to end. Uh, military gun might be longer lived. It remains to be seen. But uh, I think that RJC is going to really win people over with steady touring, uh, if they didn't already like it. And then uh, when the time comes to end that band, they're going to go out in big fashion. So I'm going RJC. I had them on my board. I feel like they're like the crossover band. They're the PV band that everybody likes. And mm-hmm. they, they went. They have some parts on this this so new I, record that that are heavy and that can get people moshing a bit. Oh, so. absolutely. So, all right, uh, good pick. With the second pick of the fourth round, I am going to my big board because I didn't pick anything yet. I am going to hmm, the UK, and I'm taking Big Cheese. Love it. Uh, I think Punishment Park, you know, it's not fair to call it a grower, not a shower, because I think it showed out pretty good. I love the art on it. I think it's a great record first listen. But the more you listen to it, the more it's like, Fuck. This is an awesome record, and I am just hopeful that we can see some bands tour internationally. I'd love to see Big Cheese hit the states. And that record's great. Yeah, yeah. I just that's that's one I'm just personally excited about, and like maybe we need to go do Axe to Grind live in London so we can we can see Big Cheese. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Hey, you're here I'm, for it. I'll go. I'll do Axe to Grind wherever anybody wants us to come. Yeah, I like that. We're working on Axel Grand Maui. It's gonna be. We're just gonna do like the real world. We're gonna tour all this. We've done New York enough. Uh, I think next next one's L.A., San Francisco, sure. London. Yeah, I mean, like, all right. So it's like Axe to Grind, London. We're at the Underworld with Big Cheese and the Chisel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Love the Chisel. Yes. Maybe Chubby and the Gang Show. Who knows? Mm, mm. Maybe you know what I mean. We'll get forced. Bunch of band, you know, like yeah, be cool. we can't carry the underworld by ourselves, but you know, mid show we come out and we do a little fucking shtick. Halftime show, yeah, fuck yeah. Or like post show, we got you. We can make you this know, work. I mean, I would love to go to LA, I'd love to go to the Bay. I mean mm. Chicago. It's a good season of the real world, actually. All right. Tom, you're up. Hmm, I'm gonna go back to the big board because I had I had RJC as my next pick, but you know, PK stole that. I'm just letting uh, people know my 13th pick, my next, which is the pick after Tom's, is currently available for trade. If if there's any interesting offers, mm. I'm gonna go because we have some inside knowledge that some of it may have been on the pod, some of it may have been off the pod. Mm. Um, but we had our buddy Isaac from Louisville. On. Ah. And I think um, Locked Loose has so much stuff that was postponed from 2020 to 2021 that are still going to happen. Yeah. And other recording projects mm-hmm. that are still going to happen that I think between the energy from that last record and whatever they do in 2021, 2022, I think they're going to pop. So I'm picking Knocked Loose. All right. Nice pick. Thank you. Established. You know, yeah, I, you, you know they're going to tour. In that record, the last record didn't get a full touring cycle, you know? Right. I mean, the way I look at it, it's like, you know how sometimes you got sometimes you got to just take what's the best on the board? Yeah. You got to do the best on the board. All right. Um, 
that? <laughs> that's the, that's the uh, trade offer. Patrick, oh. I'm going to offer you the number 13th overall pick for number 17 and 23. Um, you're going to have to explain to me what's happening. I will trade you this pick, and you'll give me your later picks. Your pick, yeah. This is number thirteen, and you'll give me two picks to make up for it. So I'll take pick seventeen and pick twenty-three. So you'll have oh, one so less pick, but you get another pick right now. See, I would like to take you up on this because I like the adventure of this. Mm. However, my picks from here on out are, I think, total. Not you think total you're locked in? Cards, okay. Oh. I, I, I don't think you're. I don't think there's going to be significant crossover. All right, Tom, I'm making you the same offer. I can give you this pick for the 20th pick and 24th pick. So you, my 15th pick for your or – No, the no, my, your 20th pick and 24th pick for the 13th pick. Oh. Um, so your 7th and 8th rounders for the 5th rounder. Right, right. Um, I know. These are valuable picks. I they are. And I think – You're going to hold? I think I'm going to hold just because the folks that I have on my draft board – are going to be there. Okay, that, there we go. Yeah. So, that, so we're all faithful. Let's see. With my pick, I am taking Pillars of Ivory. Ooh. Okay. Little change up. Uh, we know the energy of the room. I think that's one of the new bands who has not played a show who I think has the most... Maybe it's localized. Maybe it's never going to be something that tours. But I have a feeling there's some nice energy there. And I'm excited for more recorded output, which we know there is some coming. You know, that's a a very interesting pick because I don't know what their – like even playing a show ambitions are, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, they have them. Oh, they do? Okay. Well, then fuck it. Then I, I think this is a smart move. Ding ding! All right, Patrick. This is the only thing is I got to remember to always have this goddamn sound on, and I can't have yeah. it in my iTunes. So, Patrick, okay, you're up. This one's this one's got some hot stove elements to it here. Um, so Soul Glow is a type of political hardcore band that historically is everybody's darling for one cycle that this is sort of the thing that we see over and over again. When a band is political in a specific way, people gravitate to it like bands. Everybody wants to take them out, but then weirdly the offers don't come the next time around. That's typically how it goes right or wrong. But a little bit of rumors going on about soul glows, sort of uh, uh, what offers are coming in. Etc. or what have already been signed mm. significant. I don't know if that's all out there. I don't know if they announced it today and I missed it, but I, I, I heard a little, a little gossipy thing. Uh, and that makes me feel like other people have seen the potential to right, so you're go on that further future. than an album cycle. Mm. So I think that uh, soul glow is a solid contender for kind of that I call, I called them basement chaos last time. I think if we're going to go with basement chaos on a stage, they might be, they are my pick. So 
they get it. Good pick. Not on my board. And when you said their name, I was like, man, they should have been. Solid, solid futures pick right there. Tom, you are up. All right, here's my – I'm going to pick a dark horse, which a year from now I'm going to look like a genius. Let's hear it. Like I'm going to look like Mind Freak. Um, <laughs> going back to uh, the good old Hudson Valley. Oh. Mm. Um, I, we have some inside information. Mm. Um, but I've also heard this band's last three – songs one of which has was on the one scene unity comp two of which are on at least two are on a split they're doing with pain of truth on streets of hate records i'm going for age of apocalypse that's Yo, interesting heaviest band, think, heaviest band pick so far probably them and knocked loose but i think oh yeah, yeah they true. have they have depending on how far they want to push it I think once that this LP comes out, I think um, legitimately the sky's the limit. I think people would be really fucking. I think they'll they're going to be big. Very interesting. I'm very curious to hear a full length from that band. I think that's the thing that's going to tip the scales for them. You know, I think everything else because of the way they're they are structured, it's really teasing it, and I'm curious to see what they do with the format of like. A full, like a full, a true full length. You know what I mean? All right. Tom, back to back. You're back. We're back. I'm going out to Lindenhurst, Long Island for my next pick. Mm, Interesting. I think um, band's got a real energy, and I think, um, you know, freshman year. Uh, you know, put out a very, very good record. Yep. That, you know, might have gotten lost a little bit. It deserved a little bit more shine than it than it got. Okay. But then um their junior and senior year. I mean, this is acting as if players stay in school yeah. for years, whatever. <laughs> um, I digress. Um I think their new record, you know, came out during pan- this pandemic void, but I think so many people got into them after this record. Um, that may not have given them a chance otherwise. Sure. Um, that I think once they start playing shows again, um, I think it's going to be great. Um, I'm picking Somerset Thrower. Okay. Nice Tom, pick. I had no idea who the fuck you were talking about for the entire time you were talking. I'm, gra- I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, you really uh, kept me in suspense. I don't know the Long Island geography super well, which is, you know, a big shocker. There were, let's see, I have one, two, three different, four different Long Island, five different Long Island-ish bands on my list. And I knew it wasn't two of them, but there were three. And Somerset Thrower wasn't one of those three. So good pick. Um, Do we know how much they're going to tour? Because I think that's a band who, when people see them live, especially like the energy around that last LP, the one that they just put out with Triple B and and, uh, all that, I think... I think people are going to really vibe on it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know, but I I would think there won't be a there won't be road dogs. No, no, no global tours. But you know, hey, let's weekends. You know, know, California, 
you know, like do a week in Cali, like the West Coast, like that sort of stuff. Sure. I think they'll be in for it, but I don't know if they're like they're fine. They're not playing a, a one off in, in, you know, in Topeka on the way, in Denton or whatever. No. Yeah. All right. Patrick. Uh, this is not my pick, but in the spirit of turning people on to music uh, through this exercise, uh, Tom went up to the Hudson Valley before. I I, I just want to direct our listeners to Soul Blind. Uh, yeah. An, another name that came up when uh, Drug Church was talking about support acts and, and what we want to do next year. And I hadn't listened to that, you know, like maybe since it came out, I just revisited it for like with real ears playing it multiple times that's an insane band. <laughs> that's like really crazy band. We're going to talk a lot more about them next week too. Okay, good. Cause, cause I think that most of our listeners tease in the radio biz, mm. it's a little tease. Most of our listeners would be very, very into this. Um, I should have been talking about them earlier. Uh, okay. So my pick, however, uh, Okay there's a lot of different directions. I've got some down the middle hardcore and I don't mean boring. I just mean like, like a straight fastball for our, Yo, you know what? Let's, let's take a second here. Let's do a quick recap. Uh, mm. and we'll do this for each of us. Pat, so far you have drain one step closer, Gulch regional justice center and soul glow. Pretty solid. I think you should be feeling great through your yeah. first five rounds. So thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going, but so I was going to go with something that we all like, don't love. Although you, I, I have not listened to the new record in full, and you guys may have. Uh, this is a worthless tease because I'm not going to pick them. But um, it's very over the plate hardcore. Okay. And I thought about it, thought about it, and then decided to go completely left field with something that I'm complete. This is what? What do you call it when you take a total? Um, this is a shot in the dark. I just have a feeling I'm going on. Uh, the scouts are the scouts have no. The metrics are not. It's gut instinct. Yeah, you just you you saw it. Yeah, exactly. You just got a that glim, glimmer in his eye. It caught you. I still think that there's upward mobility for CU Space Cowboy. Whoa! All right. Yeah, I don't I disagree. You do. I think that I think that they are one really like one record with with a couple catchy parts away from capturing the imagination of the hardcore kid who is not me <laughs> i should be clear right they're going for a different audience than me but i think that they i've seen them live and i really think that it's just it's just one great album away and great album is a hard fucking measure of course but it's it, it's I think it's there. I think that they th- there's some promise there, and I'm going with my eye. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know like the way it was freight. Like they're not washed in anyway. Like no, I'm not. I don't. I feel like, like they're that. just I, starting. Like I feel like they may even be writing a record. They, I, I think they have a record done. Yeah, see, I don't think they're washed at all. But what I meant was like the hidden wall. But I don't know if they even did that. I think he's I saying think- he could see them despite the success they've already had, because I think they have had some yeah, pretty possibly. solid success. Yeah. They could jump a solid couple levels. They, can, they can do I, the I, leap that, that is the hardest thing to do in sports and in this frame. 
going from bad to good is tough, but going from good to great, really tough, really tough. And that's, he's saying he sees that potential. All right. And I think everybody hit a wall with this COVID, but particularly a band like CU space cowboy who was not afraid to tour, who, uh, it had a, a momentum to them. Like, okay. Just for example, uh, Vane got to the, got to the COVID mark as an established big room filling band. Right. 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 And so they're going to, I don't think that they're going to suffer from COVID, you know, but I think that the bands that had that same like full steam ahead, but had not reached the room filling space yet. Time ran out on them almost. Yes. I think that those bands are going to get it. Like they got it in the face a little bit worse. So, and I think that the CU space cowboy might've suffered that, but uh, I am, I, I have a good feeling. You're trading futures. Let's do it. Trading futures. So quick recap of what I've done so far. I've got Turnstile, Akulu, Military Gun, Big Cheese, Pillars of Ivory. Guys, I have – we each have uh, – I have three picks. You guys each have two picks left. This is the last pick of the sixth round. What am I missing? I've got a lot of different ways I can go here on my board. Yeah, I th- I think that you need some sonic variety. Um maybe something like Akulu definitely sends you in one direction. And I think it's a smart one, but military gun goes the opposite. Say again, military gun goes in a way different direction. That's a fact. That's a fact. I I think that you need though, maybe something for the kids that scream. Okay. Okay. Tom, what do you think? What am I missing? Yeah. I feel like you're missing heavy. Not a whole lot of heavy that's exciting me, to be very honest. Oh, yeah, no, I, but I mean, I think, like, if you're looking for, like, what's missing, like, you have melody, you have some fast hardcore, you, yeah. ha- you know, like, yeah. you have the big hitters, it's kind of... Yeah, no, I, I think my, the heavy is tough. I, I actually, I thought about it too. That stuff right now is leaning into, for, for not all of it, but the stuff that I'm thinking of is leaning into some of the 90s heavy that I don't really fuck with that much. Um, and, you know, that's just a, a taste thing. I'm curious to see. I think there will be some heavy that comes around to me. You know what? And I'm not taking them, but the move 7-inch that Triple B just did um, surprised me because it was m- more to my liking than I thought it would be. Like, there was, a, there was a good heaping of Trapped Under Ice in that record. Yeah, yeah, there was. I, li- I listened to it uh, half an hour before we got on the podcast. I expected more Fury of Five, to be very honest. Sure. And I got more Trapped Under Ice. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. So that's always a cool thing. Um, Great energy on that record. Oh, like, it comes right. through the record. So the screamers. All right. Um, man. I think, I think I do need something. Here, let's see. I'm going to go... With the band Colonial Wound. Ooh, Ooh. I think, uh, you know, uh, they're. This isn't to say. Tim Singer's actually been super active, and you guys are much more Tim Singer heads than I, but I'm really impressed, I guess is the right word, with the output he's putting out there. I think it's really cool. It's amazing to see people who come back into a space and are so active and kind of like 
you can almost tell this dude was missing that variety of creativity. And I don't know yeah, what other now, outlets but, but, he's got, you know, but, but now you're going to bury him and say you want a younger version. But I think colonial wounds just doing something in that world. And not to say it's not, this isn't Fobac. This isn't cosplay of that, but what they did on that self-titled record was very impressive. And I'm very intrigued in what they're doing immediately next. And then what comes right after that? Cause I think we're going to get that stuff in, in quick succession. Um, people who haven't checked it out, like wh- how would you describe colonial wound Tom for people who maybe haven't heard us talk about it before? Fucking awesome. No, um, yeah. I mean, I think when we first Pat actually kudos to Pat brought it to our attention first. Did he? Yes. I, yeah, I did. On like a listening party. And he was like colonial wound. And I, I think I was kind of like, all right, here we go. Like it's, you know, all right, here's Pat playing another lungfish band. Then I was like, holy fuck, this band rules. Um, it's kind of, you know, if you, the singer reminds me sort of like Tim Singer, mm-hmm. maybe not completely as like uh, trench Cody as um, I, I was. Uh, yes. What, I was going to say unhinged, but yes. The, uh, more like, That's probably a nicer way to say it. Yeah. Like Tim Singer, like I feel like, and he, he doesn't apparently, he doesn't appear to be, but on record, he seems one bad day from major catastrophe no uh, in 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 the outside world he seems to be selling antiques and uh, having a great old time like mid-century furniture and enjoying his life feeling good yeah but uh, but on record like it's like he's one bad day from going full michael douglas falling down yeah um i think they're you know he kind of singer jace i think it's metallic metal core for people that don't necessarily fuck with that. Yes. Yeah. Like if you like heavy stuff, but like, you know, you're more of like a fast hardcore guy, but like you can dabble in some of like the dead guy side of the pool, but you, you're not going for fucking full mosh core. No, there's plenty enough, um, frenetic energy and kind of dark and then fast stuff that keeps you engaged musically. Yeah. So, yeah. Colonial and- wound. Yeah, f- far more groove in my opinion than than uh, Dead Guy. Like, th- there's much more. Like, so Dead Guy felt the need to become chaotic, like pretty much every 26 seconds. Uh, <laughs> Colonial Wound can go a little bit longer than that and allow you yes. to get into a groove. Yeah, there's not Dead Guy doesn't have a ton of groove to it. Some groovy, some groovy riffs, but yeah. they don't let they don't let them stick around. They don't stay like, too long. No, they're yeah. too they're too choppy. Like in the the guitar playing doesn't allow it to to groove too much. All right. Hit us with some more sidewalk vomit, Patrick. Um, <clears throat> I've got a lot of good hardcore. I know um, it's tough. Okay. A band that we've talked about that uh, d- did not get the shine that they should have on their last record. I have faith. We've mentioned this several times. I'm passing over up and coming bands for a band that I still ha- think has it in the tank, and that is Fury. Wow. Okay. Big. Here's my rationale they're good. Very yep. good. Yeah. That's my rationale. Uh, the last record did not carry over the energy that Paramount did, right? Like in from terms reception, of, from reception, in, in reception. Yes, 
to me, it's a much better record than Paramount. I know there's much disagreement, but uh, it's a better record. Well, I think, I think that if they take a step, uh, an affirmative step, in any direction, as long as it is a full step, that n- the next record is going to satisfy. If they take a step towards the fiddlehead sound, they will do it well. If they take a step towards uh, more traditional uh, like super touch kind of stuff, they would yeah, do. they could do that one hundred percent. That would be that would actually if they took the full step towards that, we might have a fucking real winner. Or if they say, let's go back to the well, let's speed it up a little bit. Yeah, let's speed it up a little bit. Let's bring in some youth crew influences without any apologies. I think that's a winner too. Hmm. I it's think an that they move ju- at that point. Yeah, they just have they put out a record that exists in liminal space where they are on a pathway to something. Whatever they decide to do next, as long as it is a full step, I believe the band will will get all the excitement that they lost. Tom, question for you. Yes. Which movie do you prefer, Back to the Future or Back to the Future Two? Hmm. I'm probably. I here, here's 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 a little something you don't know about me. I don't That's really it. care. N- never heard of Back to the Future. No, no. I know the movie. Like they're not canon for me. Okay. I'd probably go the first one. Okay, Patrick. Back to the Future uh, one or two. This is a hard question, Bob, because I probably enjoy one more. I've seen it too much. Right. So I'm going two. To me, Paramount and Failed Entertainment are Back to the Future 1 and 2. Mm. Oh. There's stylistic differences. There's a lot of the same. Like you, Tom, like you said, you're not total, you're nonplussed by Back to the Future 1 or 2. Yeah, like they're good movies. They're I saw them right. you know, a bunch as a kid, but like, exactly. it's not like you're not, some you're, people are obsessed. Some people are obsessed. I'm not in that category. I think they're really well done movies. Showed them to my kid recently. He enjoyed it very much. It was nice. That said, would you think it's totally crazy for someone to be like, I love Back to the Future 1, hate Back to the Future 2? It's pre- uh, to me, that's it, pretty crazy. It'd be pretty crazy. Yeah. They're very it's similar. It's through line, man. It's the right. same shit. Right. So, so that's, that's kind of the thing. There's going to be people who are in one camp. There's going to be people who are in two camp. That's uh, what, what I got with both of you was kind of exactly what I was hoping for, was that one of you picked one, one of you picked two. But it's not like – it's sort of like – I can hear a strong argument for either, but at the same end of the day, nobody's going, I love one, hate two. I love two, hate one. You know what I mean? So uh, I think as long as Fury doesn't give us the uh, Back to the Future 3 Western, we're, we're in for something cool. <laughs> Although they could probably do that well, too. I, I think mean. they could pull it off. They're, they're yeah. impressive dudes. Yeah. If you if it's, again, in the um, energy of promoting new music – Object of Affection, which features Madison from Fury. Awesome. Oh, all right. Like a very low-key, a little bit, you know, a little bit New Order in there, but not even just, not even, not even the New Order that everybody's taken from. It's cool. I think. Did Jeremy have something else going? He had a lot of stuff. He had gems for a while. Right. I don't know. We I've talked with him recently, but haven't talked music projects. I think those dudes are kind of in the space. Like, uh, I think we will be seeing some new Fury material at some point in the not too distant future. So very happy to hear that. All right, hold on. Do 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 do. do. Tom, before we make your pick, 
Let's do a rundown of what you got so far. Give me a little something. Fiddlehead. Boom. Mind Force. See, I I think those were number one and number two on your big board, too. Like yes. I think you got your first and second pick right there. Absolutely did. Drug Church. Yep. Knock Loose. Yo. God damn. Killing it. You, you've got a festival right here. Yeah. Age of Apocalypse yeah. and Somerset Thrower. We've got Drug Church. Oh, I said them in there. Yeah, they were in the yeah, yeah they're, they're right after uh, Mind Force. Um, yes. You got a festival right there. What, how do you feel? You missing anything? You think you're, you're trying to round things out? You might have some more heavy hitters in the bag here. I do. This is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going. Um, I had a scout out in Europe uh-huh. um, that was sitting on some of the games. Yeah. Um, I think I might have found my Luca. Ooh, Mr. Doncic. Um, cause I think once shows happen and I think w- especially once festivals happen and if this band is open to it, I think they're going to like fucking kill. Yeah. I- I'm going for the chisel. Good pick on my list because I feel like who, def- who doesn't like, like some sing-alongs mm-hmm. who doesn't like to try to sing in the best Cockney accent. <laughs> this is someone tweeted this and this is just a total aside and next time any of you guys are bored or any of our listeners are bored I, and i wish i had it in front of me because i'd give i'd attribute it to the right person i started a you know in my group chat with brian wallace and and nick uh and mz like try to sing Coxbar songs without singing in an english accent <laughs> yeah no, it all sounds easy. like show tunes yeah that's true I've been working all day from a maid on the side. Like it's like this doesn't sound like I, I Pat, what what um didn't you do out on an island? Yes. Did you sing it in like your Albany accent or, or like did the cockney like slip in there? It, it slipped in, of you course. Have to. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, like picture like the fucking chisel midday Saturday on um Sound of Fury. Yeah, bringing a lot of energy. A lot of or, energy. you know, fucking headlining a fucking not dead yet type thing. Mm, I think, I think also what you you noted here, and we've got uh, we may or may not have some radio episode coming soon. We'll see about that. Um, but but there's been a big wave of more street punk influence hardcore. Yep, and the Chisels doing it really really well. That last I bought that last seven inch recently. It's so fucking. It's great, really man. good. It's really yeah. good. All right. Okay, I have two picks here. I'm going. This one's an easy one for me. I am taking. Mm, it's actually not that easy. Fuck. <laughs> See, I have a wild card category too, and I haven't thrown any of the wild. There's only three wild cards. I haven't thrown any of them down. I don't know how uh, how Bob Seeger I'm feeling right now. Mm. Mm. Turn the page. Still the same here. All right. Um, I'm going with one that I think is continuing to do well and has seen a big bump as of late. Our buddies in Warren. Who's, that was on my list. Their LP just kind of popped. Um, I actually think they are bound for even bigger and better things. I've had a lot of talks about this recently. I think they probably would have told you that stuff like think I care was their template. Um, you know, 
gnarly, thuddy, but married to kind of punk hardcore, you know. There's some there's some exclaim there, there's some sheer terror there. But where where I think they succeeded, and I, I said this to some people, I think they they might have their LP might have exceeded a lot of the work that I that think I care did. And that's a band I really liked from very early on and, and fuck with pretty hard. They pulled in elements of some Japanese hardcore, some other stuff, and made it so seamless that to a kid in the middle of Pennsylvania who just wants to hit his friend to music, they're still going to be able to vibe on this record and catch some of those elements kind of subversively. Um, so I'm picking Warren. I think that's a band who I, I, I think leveled up big time with their last LP. It's just awesome to see that when, when a young band kind of hits that stride and it's like, boom, now we're here. What are you going to do about it? So, uh, yeah, Warren. This is the one that everybody's talking about that I haven't listened to yet. I think you should check it out. I'm very, I'm curious to see what you would think of it. Um, we'll do so. Yeah. The, the record is called human work. So that's kind of cool. And the art is very intriguing too. Like you I should be, that. you should be pulled in by the art. I was. All right. Then, then we're on the same page. All right. Uh, guys, welcome to the last round. It's the final countdown. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> I look at my list. I feel really good about it. I'm, I'm happy with it. It's kind of hit all the spots I wanted. I'm going to hit us. I actually had two options here for something even a little, little more on the outside of the mosh. Um, I'm picking anxious. Uh, I have a vested interest there, but I've also heard their LP <laughs> Uh, that is going to come out this year, and it's fucking awesome. Huge steps up. Um, and live, this is a band who was catching their stride right at the end. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen live videos from their record release in Connecticut. Yeah. Yo, it was a bunch of people stage diving and singing along and like going nuts. And I was like, yo. That, that was the show you did with Fiddlehead, correct? That's right, yes. It was great. Yeah, yeah. super, super great show. Um, yo, no diss to Fiddlehead, the first pick in this draft. Anxious smoked Fiddlehead that night. Mm. And that's, yo, as we've just said, that's no small feat. And yes, it was Anxious' show. It was on Anxious' home turf. Fiddlehead closed the night because it's one of those things, you know, like Anxious, it was a record release for their 7-inch. This is fucking Fiddlehead. And uh, Anxious stole the show. So uh, they are the final pick for my uh, my excitement and hardcore list. Love it. All right. Um, you know who's up? Patrick. Okay. Now, th- this is a crypto that I've been pumping uh, since it was at z- 0.05. Okay. <clears throat> and it's a slow burn that I think is ready to pop. Uh did you guys are you guys aware that Porcupine put out a new record? I am. They were on yeah. my list. They were on my list. So I just want to point this out. Porcupine, two releases, I think one's a single, but two two releases in uh, uh 2017, two in 2018, uh two in 2019, two in 2020. And now February twenty first or February twenty twenty one, they release uh the Sybil. 
right? And, on New Morality Zine Records, and which which is in in a in whatever small way a leg up. You know, what I mean that that that's a in, in New Morality does things the right way. Not a not a massive label at all, but Easy. great for getting people getting bands the visibility that is the next step in whatever they're trying to get done. Uh, also, I just listened to the record a couple days ago. It is. Remember, I'm trying to think of bands that have done this. Certainly, uh, Bane at the very end of their career uh, touched on some topics that are not easy, not easy to listen to, but mean a lot to people. Uh, Porcupine did that on this new record. And I think we'll be tugging a lot of heartstrings with that level of, uh, uh, of honesty. Uh, and then also mixes it up with some, however vague this time around, but maybe not just party line politics, you know, like more thoughtful, uh, I, I need more than slogans sort of politics. Mm. And you know, that could hurt them. But I think that the fact that they are committed to being a thought filled act is going to benefit them in the long term, however long that may be. And I, I, I'm just impressed with the output. So they get better each time. I, I said with their last release, yeah, they're starting to sound like the better version of when, um, uh, 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 do you remember when harm's way still had power violence influences? Do you remember yes, that? hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Some people love that era. I think harm's way is infinitely better at what they do now. That said, I think porcupine took a lot of that early harm's way energy, which is, Hey, we're taking the parts of power violence that make sense to us but we are not trying to be a power violence. Band. Right. We're reformatting this. We're taking these elements. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm always intrigued when we see that stuff. And I think porcupine does it very well. Yes. What? With the third pick of the eighth round, the 24th pick overall. And what is the final pick of our 2021, 22 hardcore excitement draft? Tom, yeah. you have the floor. Here's my choice. Um, I happen to hear. I happen to hear this band's um, upcoming record. Mm. I think it's a major step up, and I liked their previous material, but I think this record is going to pop for them. Mm. Um, I think there's like there's an energy for like the. It's it. I call it like thrashy hardcore, but I don't mean it the same way like Bob refers mm. to it. Like the like, I'm a hardcore band, but I like fucking exodus and and anthrax oh yeah like thrash not like thrash metal like, hardcore yeah 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 yes but i think you know with drain and bands like of that ilk kind of popping i think um this band will also pop because i think this record's really the riffs and stuff and like yep. the the vocal patterns and stuff do you know what i'm talking about Bob? i think i do but say it going going for dead heat Oh, it's going to be fucking dude. It's great. Don't ask me how I heard it. Don't get mad at the guy who said it to me, but it's very good. <laughs> um, yo, fantastic. 
great energy. I can hear Justin yelling at us from across the country in that D-Bass voice. <laughs> um, how'd, you, how'd you get the record? Who, Guys, let me give you my wild cards, and then we should talk a little bit about who we just didn't pick, who was on our lists. Um, yeah. My wild cards. Candy, because I'm just so fucking curious to see what their record sounds like, when we get a record, what we get, because the energy off their first 7-inch and then the LP was so big and fun, and I'm curious to see what, what they are like post all this shit. Same. King 9. Why? Oh, sure. Heavy shit? They're they're like my favorite of that stuff. I think they keep some of the fast elements. I love it. I think they're great. I think they're a superior live band. And much like a band who's was on my list but isn't a wild card, God's Hate, yo, God's Hate, like how much did their profile ra- raise off this new record? You know, we talked about it, but like Dang. God's Hate could be the band in Southern California for a minute here. You know what I mean? Like I have no idea what it's going to look like, but like, I have a feeling their shows might get pretty lively. Yeah. This last one is a wild card, Patrick. Free. Oh, I'd love wow. some free material. Be interesting. All right. Uh, what else? What's some stuff you guys had? All right. Here's some ones. I, I took off the ones that you mentioned because I definitely had a few of those. Oh, that, sure. Yeah. Your wild cards that I took off my wild card mention. Yeah. I have um, Holy Figures. Mm hmm. Um, I, I haven't checked that out yet. I, I keep seeing it. It's, it's fucking, it should be huge. Okay. Like cool. if, if they get on a good tour, like if, the, if it's them fucking, um, uh, goddamn, of course now I'm blanking. I sound like Pat, um, band run for cover has that like, sounds like hum. Oh, uh, uh 13th floor. Not, oh, 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 yeah. Narrowhead. Narrow. Jesus. Sorry. It's okay. Like if if it was a Holy Figures Narrowhead Hum tour mm. would be would be popping. Inclination, I think they're working on a new record. When you talked about Isaac, I thought you were saying Inclination. I, but I, I think they would be up there too. But like we, that, just the stuff that Isaac was talking to us about. Yeah, I think like it's impossible to ignore. Um, Pain of Truth. They're on my yeah. list. Yep, they're on my one of my one of my last lists. That might be the like the record that popped the most in like in pandemic times they're, for they're, band, they're, they're a show. yeah they're only haven't played a show all stars right now they might be the captain yeah. um we, we talked about that move record i think there's a lot of good uh energy around that um riding out if they do anything zobalba put out a record that was excellent that they didn't get the playoff of so i think that would, that would pop and sunstroke is recording new stuff and i think that'll do well as well also on my list lethal means uh i love that lp Koyo, I think, is going to pop in the Agreed. hasn't played a real show All-Stars. Sure. Um, the band Internal, my favorite current power violence kind of stuff. Um, we talked about Pain of Truth, but the other side of that coin, Reign of Salvation. I think people are yes. going to freak out about that. Uh, band from Philly, Drows, really fuck with them. Tom, when you were talking about Dead Heat, right in that mix with Dead Heat, with Drain, Enforced. Their LP coming out just this week on Century Media. That shit oh. rips. That shit really rips. Maybe yeah, really, really, more yeah. metal. Shout out to Knox. He did a fucking that band. Nailed rips. it. Um, I forgot Tsunami too. 
Did we go dead? Oh, I think the microphone might have cut out. <laughs> uh, restraining order. Oh. I think that I don't know what they got going on, but like, talk about a band who was just like they were universal. They were the like punk hardcore band who literally, but everybody loved. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then two bands who we didn't mention that I'm sort of like I almost threw this one in in, in the end to be like, yo, here's a big boy pick was Incendiary. I think their energy could be really lively in the same way post pandemic as turnstile or, you know, uh, a fiddlehead or a mind force. Like I think it's going to be popping and maybe our buddies from North Carolina and magnitude. Mm. Going to say Patrick, okay. any, any notable notes for you? We say mil spec. We did no. not. Okay. That's a record that popped that they didn't get the playoff of. Yep. Yeah. It, it's, that one haven't listened to it all the way through did not grab me immediately sounded like a better version of mill spec and i kind of wanted maybe something a little bit different but my friends that are into this are into this they fucking love this record brian murray was on the show and he fucking can't say enough good things yep uh but he wants to snap you to today out of existence so he's kind of kind of yeah, canceled he's highly suspect i mean walter uh, wants to fight him like i mean that says enough i think that'd be a great fight um who i think i think i don't know man i think brian might win i don't i mean i don't know walter's been around a minute man i don't think walter's can... very tall got a reach advantage by a long shot yeah because you were like you know me and you walter we're about the same size I'm like walter's like six three i think no no walter <laughs> walter's shorter than you remember tom i think you're taller than walter I feel like he's taller than me, and I'm no, sick. No, no, no. He's, I, he's, I, he's saying how to pat. Tom, it's one of those situations where everybody thinks I'm significantly taller than I am because I'm skinny. Maybe. Same thing. I think I think so, Pat's caping for Walter for the, the skinny guy build. They're like, hey, don't don't count us out. Yeah, for sure. Come on. Um, <laughs> we, we said restraining order, yes or no? Yes. yes. Okay, and we said mind force, I assume. They were yes, picked. That was the second pick. Come on. Oh, man. they were who, Wait, who picked them? Tom. Hey. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's it for me then. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I thought that we did a, Oh, wild side. Oh, um, good pick. I think, I think that wild side in the same way that, uh, big cheese has like, uh, maybe unrealized potential at this point. Wild side, same thing. True. Um, since you guys didn't pick Colossus, you're neither, neither of you, my friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the, you're on the, haven't played a show all stars, buddy. Yeah. There's a lot. Like that's a good team. That show we had a uh, we had someone from I think Philly emailed and was like, "Yo, my dream." And I I think I'm being liberal, but they said that what they really want to do post pandemic was to book a show with all the bands who haven't played a show yet. And I was like, "That's pretty cool. That's a fun thing." So, uh shout out to all the new stuff. Shout out to getting excited about hardcore. Um, you know, shout out to no longer being friends with your co- podcast co-host for not you named eighty-seven bands and didn't mention your friends band. <laughs> Whatever, it's cool, man. And always, we do that. We're gonna come out with a split, and we're gonna shit all over you guys. You know, this is the year of the split. We won't talk about it, but shout out to Alex Casey. He pointed out it's the year of the split. Um, keep the faith. Peace.